Welcome to Someplace for Everybody, where we talk about belonging and being a human in our bodies, in living in and learning to love our bodies. I'm your host, Carly Someplace. This podcast is brought to you by Someplace Images, Boudoir for Everybody. You can see the full show notes at someplaceforeverybody.com. Now, let's change some self-perspectives. Okay, so today I want to introduce y'all to my very dear friend, Alexandria. Um, So Alex and I uh, met through a funny means, (laughs) Um, especially when you hear the rest of our story and how we go from there. So I'm super excited to introduce you, Alex. Alex is my original brand ambassador for my business, Someplace, Someplace Boudoir and Glamour. And I'm so thrilled to have you as my first official guest on the podcast. (laughs) so do you want to tell the story about how we met or do you want me to i will just say that if you have your own business instagram hashtags are very powerful things (laughs) they're very important they can change your life they can change your life it's true it's true (laughs) so alex found me through an instagram hashtag when she was looking for a photographer for her five-year vow renewal with her husband Mm -hmm. um and she also found one of my other best friends my friend amanda who ended up doing her hair and makeup and i ended up being her photographer um it's just so good it's just that the instagram hashtags brought me alex and they brought me amanda and all of these like great things <laughs> in my life and i'm so very grateful but i definitely knew alex was like the type of person that i needed in my life when i was like great let's set up like a few minute call so we can you know talk about these things for your vow renewal and we talked for like two and a half hours and it was supposed mm-hmm. to be 15 minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it was a, it was a great, great first phone conversation. (laughs) It really was. Yeah. Crazy that it was that long ago. It was, it was, uh, what over four years ago? It was, it was probably, it was was right about five years ago because that's when you started planning. Yep. 2016. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's Mm -hmm. been five years since we met. That's absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. So we're definitely going to cut, touch on a couple different subjects. Obviously, someplace for everybody is all about bodies and all of these journeys of bodies and self-acceptance and the, the paths that we're all on. And so I plan on every single episode asking everybody the same three questions. So Alex, as my first guest, you get to be asked these. So and we'll, exciting. We'll dive into the conversation. And I am just going to throw it out there that Alex is one of the people who pushed me so hard to actually have a podcast. <laughs> this is so surreal and amazing to be witnessing, but also like a part of it. So thank you so for inviting excited. me on. Thank you. Okay. So I guess we'll start with my like basic first interview question or I guess do you want to introduce yourself further Alex besides being my brand ambassador um and just kind of how we met like do you want to talk a little bit about yourself yeah so I um met Carly back in 2016 I met Carly when I was in Bakersfield California for my job my day job And I wasn't in a really great place. So it's really funny how we met through this Instagram hashtag and how I was really in and have been continuously in this like self-discovery mode, if you will. So very, very much into that. I'm such a curious person. I'm always looking for solutions, answers, communities, connection. I'm in the military. That's like my day job. And Mm -hmm. I've gotten connected to so many people because of Carly and this community, Someplace Images community. It's just very surreal sometimes when I like take a step back and think about all of it. I have some of the most surreal too. (laughs) Yeah. Some of the most best friends I've ever had in my life, like deepest connections, because you can have friends, right? But not the deep, deep connections. And those are the type of people I've met so far. I guess more about me in general is, you know, being a brand ambassador is really part of my life now like we will talk about it I'm sure but just like from where you started and you know just really 
being like a professional cheerleader to Carly, I think, like just really backing your brand and what you like, just all about what you're doing and what you've done. Um, and mm -hmm. just making sure that I am like a professional promoter, if you will, when I believe hard and stuff. And it's made a huge difference in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so that self-discovery mode led me to like a lot of different communities. And this is the one that's really stuck. And projects have come from the people I've um, met. I'm really, really big into um, just healing. And I'm sober. I've been sober for almost four years from alcohol. And mm -hmm. everything that's come from that. It's just really crazy how one thing can, like I said, change your life. So, yeah. It's snowball. Yeah, for sure. So just me in general, I guess I am on a continuous journey. I don't have one niche. I do all the things that light me up. And yes. I think that in itself can be a superpower. So yeah, that's me. I so agree. I so agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I guess we'll get started on these, these questions and kind of dive into where they take us. So the first question is that I want to ask everybody is what was or has been a really big turning point in your journey of self-love and acceptance with your body? Yeah, definitely. I think that in general, just like everybody else, essentially on the planet, um, I've struggled with self-love, acceptance of my body, you know, dieting, yo-yo dieting, you know, societal pressure and the culture, all that stuff. My whole life, just victim of conditioning, if you will. Yeah. And some of the things that I've shared in our community and with Carly, just like growing up with a really abusive and critical mom doesn't help mm -hmm. that. Yeah. She was, she uh, actually passed from alcoholism. So I knew that if I didn't do things different and heal all the crap from those experiences that I would likely be down the same path she was. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't going to do that. So no. <laughs> turning point for me and just like my journey with self-love has been rocky, at least yeah. the least to say. And I think that something that I've learned is like, it's a continuous journey journey it's not a destination oh yes and look, <laughs> fully agree fully agree and you know looking back on life and like full dis disclosure like trigger warning to anybody that has like any eating disorder issues or anything like that um as i share okay. but you know looking back in communities and groups of girls i hung out with in middle school and high school where it was cool to skip lunch and starve yourself like the community that I'm in now, we were just at a brand ambassador retreat where we were literally snacking and then doing a photo shoot. You know, it's just <laughs> really crazy when you get around the right healthy people for you, um, how much you can change about yourself and just how you move through the world. So, yeah, yeah, it's Definitely. been a journey for sure. Mm -hmm. So, and I want to touch on a little bit more just you know, as your friend and somebody who knows you well, yeah, um, sure. what I think a really big turning point in you diving deeper into looking at so many things, looking at your communities, looking at stuff, not that I don't think you did it before, but when you decided to get sober and stop mm -hmm. drinking, I think that that was a huge turning point for you because you had made a conscious decision that then did affect your relationships in a social sense. Yes. Um, and then, and then obviously the different, I don't know if ramifications is the right word that I want, but like how much drinking changes your body or how much, you know, putting just any sort of substance like that in your body can mm -hmm. change it. And then what your body does to react when you remove things like that, as mm -hmm. well as then the mental health that comes with that. And I yeah. think that that it was definitely, I know you struggled a lot at first with it and I'm, I'm mm -hmm. sure you still struggle probably not as vocally or as much as we've discussed, but I think that that struggle was a lot more in the beginning and that, and it, it did change your body physically mm -hmm. as well. As, and, and having that, you know, those counterbalances with each other was, it, it was really interesting. It was very empowering to watch you go through it. Um, right. And, and to see that change just in general. Um, mm -hmm. But I think that that was like definitely 
And we'd only known each other for about a year then. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like diving deeper into that and, you know, hopefully I only share this because it's, it's hard, right? But I only yeah. share it for hopefully helping somebody. So in, what was it? January of 2017 was the five-year vow renewal. Yes. And by December of 2017, just going through some rocky life things and decided that for me and my life situation at the time that drinking did not serve me anymore. So I yeah. proactively decided to take it out of my life. Um, and when, when I did that, I had to get really clear on some like super unhealthy patterns and habits and things that I didn't want to do or be anymore. Right. And so the alcohol was just like the out, outer, it was like gasoline on the fire of what was really going on in my own self with trauma and just childhood stuff, low self-esteem, all those things. So I started like legit trying to find why I was so fucked up and broken. Like I was searching to not be so broken anymore and like figuring out what was wrong with me. And the more I started to understand why I acted or didn't act the way that I did, the more I could understand that most of those coping mechanisms, habits, patterns, whatever, Uh like they weren't my fault. Right. that they were occurring, but they were my fault once I had the awareness that I had to change them. So that's a, that's, that's a lot of self-awareness. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And I was what, 20, shoot, I just turned 30. So yeah, 25. Yeah. And just like really wanting to like have a deeper understanding. So I went to a few support meetings, adult child of alcoholics or adult children of alcoholics. It was mm-hmm. not for me. Yeah. I met a, a, such an amazing person that day that I went to that meeting. This is a theme in my life. If you pay attention close enough, <laughs> I meet these magical beings randomly and she really helped me through my journey. And then I got into a program called Celebrate Recovery. Mm-hmm. And I was, when Carly and I met up in 2018, I think it was like, it was raining. I remember in Denver that weekend that we met up love, for was- my first shoot. It was July of 2018. <laughs> was it July? That's weird that it, it was, was raining. Huh. Yep. So I was in the midst of the Celebrate Recovery program, which was focusing on working through all your habits, hurts, and hangups. And mm-hmm. it was very like religion focused, which worked for me at that time. Right. But I remember being so freaking scared of what people thought about me. That was definitely coming up more and more as I worked through all of this stuff. Um, and I remember sitting with you during that, that photo shoot is so funny thinking to this last weekend. And then that weekend, Uh, (laughs) very different, very different, very different, different. great, both great, but very different. Um, it just shows you how much like you have to own your own journey for where you're at and like, just, you know, be unshakable in whatever stage you are. It doesn't matter. So I just remember like doing that photo, that first boudoir photo shoot with you and being so scared about like what people are going to think and say and all this stuff. Cause I was in this very like community of very like Christian religion strictness and, um, owning your femininity and sexuality is not welcome. Right. Um, if, if anyone listening has experienced that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So finished up that recovery program. It, I had a great community during that time. Um, At the end of the day, I had more questions than people could lovingly give me answers. So I stepped away from religion and I'm really glad that I did. Carly Mm -hmm. has witnessed that whole, that whole thing. Um, And that, yeah, that walking away from something that wasn't serving me was the best thing I could have done, truly. Right. And that has a lot to do with, I think, you know, self-love, self-acceptance, healing, not needing that, um, external validation, if you will. Like I knew that people weren't going to agree with me. I had people who I thought were going to be my best friends for the rest of my life walk away because my beliefs were different than them, which is something that as a person, I don't understand, but Hey, teach their own. We're all on our own journey. Right. Right. Um, so really learning not to take it personal and just like owning who I am and being confident enough to share 
my experiences so other people can own themselves too, you know, the good and the bad, all of it. Absolutely. And it takes a lot of courage and Mm self-compassion to walk away from things that even at that point were serving you quite well in so many other ways, so Mm -hmm. many other ways. And it does, it takes, it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of a lot of everything. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, walk away. it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't easy and it wasn't pretty. I am the type of person who gets hung up on something and my mind tries to create, you know, reasons, solutions, and I spiral on it. So I was definitely like, what, still trying kind of to fall back in that what's wrong with me? Why don't people like me? Why is this not acceptable for other people? Right. And those situations I had to go through. Otherwise, I wouldn't have learned that like, you know, I am my own biggest cheerleader. I am the person who, you know, is going to unshakably support myself. Right. And we have to have that. Otherwise we're constantly looking for other people to validate us. And yeah. it, you know, it can be a, that in itself can be addicting. Absolutely. I mean, we've seen that in the rise of social media. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. For that ex- external validation um, mm-hmm. is a huge thing, huge thing. And so, so in the midst of this, uh, we were talking about that being your first boudoir shoot with me. Yes. Which was so much fun. Um, mm-hmm. But we absolutely both cried that day. Uh- <laughs> we sure did. Yeah, we were both going through a lot. Wow. So crazy to look back. Right. And it was, it was just such a, it, and it really is such a, a turning point that I can see, or just so much growth that I can see in you from that point to this point. Um, mm-hmm. Like we were talking about just having the brand ambassador retreat and at, versus the first shoot. And like, I can <laughs> say your comfort level with your body <laughs> is yeah, like, like 900% more, not even 100% more, 900% right? more. Um, I mean, it, that's that's a whole other conversation too, right? Like my body has changed significantly. I won't go into sizes or pounds for like, you know, reason, you right. know, we don't really do that with us, but nope, I can don't. tell you like when we, when we first met, I was, you know, um, smaller, if you will. And then when we met the second time, I was really working on my health, and honestly, I, I was going through a lot of anxiety. I have yeah. thought about it, why I lost so much so quickly, I guess, within that year. But I was in a, in a constant anxious state um, mm-hmm. and that's not healthy. So your body goes no. into a craziness, you know? So, yeah. and then coming out of that, getting into a very stressful job, like I, if whatever's going on in life, usually I can tell how I'm handling it by how my body is fluctuating. Right. Like that's how I, I've in the past dealt with and I'm still working on because it's a continuous journey. My relationship with food, um, aren't yeah. we all right. Yeah. And just like looking at the differences between shoots and knowing that this last time is the most different my body has been, I guess I can say, and my whole life. Right. but still owning it and loving myself through it. Like just because I am maybe the heaviest I've been or, you know, whatever doesn't right. mean that I deserve to rock it in front of the camera less or wear nice clothes or whatever. Like it shouldn't, right. it shouldn't determine Yourself how I, yeah, how I feel about myself or my worth in the world too. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. So my second question. So what books and or media and or person has helped you most in the journey with your body? And this can be a combination of, of all of those things, of any of those things together of, you know, everything you and I have personally passed back and forth a bunch of books, like, have you read this or have you listened to this? And, Mm -hmm. and I think that having those sources is, is amazing on a journey of self-acceptance with your body in general. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm always wanting to pull resources from other people and, and what people have experienced or how people have read through things or who they've met or been influenced by in those ways, because while it's different for everybody, that doesn't mean that there can't be some crossover (laughs) in between. (laughs) 
Yeah, for like self-love specific, I can't think of any like books or anything. I feel like I read a book and forget the content, except for like <laughs> maybe a couple things here and there. I right. haven't really read too many books on self-love programs that I've done, like working through codependency. Right. Huge. You know, focusing on your own needs instead of everybody else's. That's definitely a coping mechanism is focusing on everybody but yourself. So working through those types of things, you know, and just having community and conversation about that. And I I think that can be a game game changer for sure. I think, and I, this wasn't staged or anything, but like watching you, Carly, and like how you move through the world on social media, in person you know, with the community that that you've created, like I really attest a lot of my own growth to just watching you because you always in life, like you always want to have, whether it's business, health, relationships, you always want to see somebody that's a few steps ahead of you. right? Right. And then when you learn those things, you can help somebody that's a few steps behind you. So I think that like, I was always close but you own it all on such a high (laughs) level that you just inspire people to be themselves. And I think that that's why I fell in love with all that you do with your community, the photo shoots that you do with, you know, someplace babes. And yeah, I just really like, am grateful for you and all of the people you've connected me to, because like, if you're not in that Facebook group, y'all get in it. (laughs) Because daily, I and I always, I always jack the name up. It's someplace boudoir, boudoir and, and glamour. Okay, cool. Yes. So that, <laughs> so, I, okay, so here's exciting news. I will be launching an all gender Facebook group that goes hand Ooh. in hand with this podcast. Okay. Um, which I'm very excited for because obviously all genders have. Mm-hmm struggles with their body. Um, and while someplace boudoir and glamour is for women and, you know, trans women and anybody who identifies as female or non-binary, essentially we're, we're just keeping, we're letting it be, we'll say a girl's club, yeah. <laughs> a girl's club for the most part, um, mm-hmm. in self-acceptance of our, you know, womenly bodies and, and different things mm-hmm. like this and, and things that, you know, cis heteronormative men aren't really going to understand um but they want to be a part of but they want to be a part of <laughs> right, absolutely we have, we have a lot of sexy slaying going on in that group all day every day that is very much so not tailored for the consumer male gaze <laughs> right so, which is why I really wanted to have a gender inclusive Facebook group mm-hmm. and That's community amazing. as well, because I think that community can stem so much into just people's lives. And I know I don't want to be like not to toot my own horn, but beep, I, beep, I bitches, of- come on. <laughs> I get a lot of feedback from people who maybe don't even necessarily interact in the Facebook group or aren't necessarily like heavy players that we would all know their names um, via the Facebook algorithm, putting more people forward, et cetera, et cetera. But people who have reached out to me and said, hey, I wore a bikini for the first time this summer because everybody in your group made me feel confident. Yes. And, And that is like absolutely mind-blowing to me um Mm -hmm. on so many levels so many levels (laughs) but really you know it's you become what you watch right like so having this facebook group as a resource to all of us who are just trying to own who we are in different ways like right it's just very empowering to see that and it is daily sometimes multiple times a day that these things are happening or people are looking for advice and like you created that yeah and it's 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 cool and so and so we will we will touch on a little bit that you're my original brand ambassador which is i think a really cool thing (laughs) it is cool i like to tote that for sure yeah you do and i love it (laughs) (laughs) i love it so much i love it because so when i was considering you know putting together a program of people who could help me run a community like this it really it came down to like me really evaluating the types of personalities and the types of people 
that I wanted in in leadership roles that that weren't myself because I, if we're talking on the side of it that like it's a lot to run a community it's a lot of work mm-hmm. I'm not gonna discount myself in that that it is a lot of work and so you know you've always had those leadership skills and and also the passion mm-hmm. about self discovery and self acceptance and and I think that something that I like heart to heart see with you so much is like our recognizing of like, just because it's not pretty doesn't mean it's not valid um, in Mm -hmm. the, we'll just say messy work of self-discovery and self-love. Like self-love is not, it's not chocolates and bubble baths Mm -hmm. and face masks. Like as much as I would love it to be, it is (laughs) so not that. And when looking at you know, this community that I wanted to grow and that I wanted to move forward with, I really had to look at who do I want to be part of this community that in a leadership position has those same values that just because it's messy doesn't mean it can't be shown. And just because, just because like growth is messy. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I mean, if you look at the a snake shedding its skin, that's not pretty. It's really right. uncomfortable and it's all of this other stuff and moving into a new phase. And that's, I wanted somebody, I wanted a lot of somebodies that felt that and really felt that into their core and at their core were based around community. And that's something mm-hmm. that I think you so are <laughs> and you embody right. in so many ways. And so that's why, you know, it was a, a logical thing for me to be like, I think that you would be great at this. And I am thankful every single day that you said yes. <laughs> right. Me too. You know, I didn't know what to expect back then, but. Um, I don't think either of us honestly knew what to yeah. expect. I, I didn't know what I was doing. And right. and I was like, do you want to come on this journey with me? And we'll figure it right. out together. And here we are three years later, because that was. 2018. Yeah, no, I guess so. It's it's really been four years because it was kind of after your first shoot that I was like, hey, like, let's lean in hard to a brand ambassador and like, a mm-hmm. you know, somebody else to be in the eyes of community that's not me. Right. In so many ways. Uh, and so it's been, oh, man, it's been such a journey. <laughs> Seriously, what do we have then? Like, I mean, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people know you, Carly, right? This is true. So, like, I think we started at like, I mean, so I can't remember the the growth just like in numbers of that face Facebook community. We we were probably in the like three thousands. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I was thinking too. Around that time. And then Facebook did that thing where it just like deleted anybody who hadn't commented in like X oh amount of gosh. period. Oh my gosh. I forgot yeah. about that. And, and we lost like 1,200 members overnight. And I cried. Uh, <laughs> right. I definitely cried. And so, so we were back down into like the 3,000s-ish. And I would say, I think that that was like, still around like mid 2018 yeah i think that that sounds right and then from then until now our community has grown to about almost ten thousand people and that is mm-hmm. mind-blowing <laughs> right so many projects Absolutely. so many things have stemmed this is amazing it's it's crazy and it's it's all based around bodies and just loving ourselves more and i mm-hmm. Oh, it it really like it's one of those things like I wish I wish I'd had communities like this when I was younger. I wish I'd yes. had communities like this when I was in college. I wish I'd had yep. communities like this at every phase in my life that I've struggled with my body, which is every single phase in my life. And I Great. wish that I had this type of support and community and other people who I look up to and respect and and love and to see that I'm not the only one struggling with my body and it's been it's been really cool to have I mean to be the creator of that community feels unreal most days right um. <laughs> mm-hmm. even to be the one that helped like from the beginning feels completely unreal to see how fast it's growing and like right so I can just imagine what it feels like to sit in your seat I I was at, I was shooting a wedding the other day, which is not something I do very much of anymore, (laughs) but I 
had one of the bridesmaids come up to me and she was like, you run someplace boudoir and glamour. And I was like, yes. And she was like, so you're, you're like involved. And I was like, yeah, it's my group. And she was like, I love you. Oh, <laughs> I, like, I love it. I was like, thank you. She was like, I didn't, I didn't know that that's who you were. And then I just figured it out and I am so excited. And I was like, Aww. okay, like, and it's, it's so, <laughs> it's such a cool feeling. It's such a weird feeling, but it's such mm-hmm. a cool feeling. And like, like, oh, I just, I, I really wish communities like this and conversations that we're having in the group and even just conversations. I mean, that's part of the, you know, you pushing me to have a podcast and, right. and me being like, okay, yes, is having these conversations around bodies and community that we are not alone in this mm-hmm. human experience of moving through everything and how our yep. bodies change and react to what's going on in our lives. And there's, you know, so much, so much to that. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole yeah. like lifetimes worth of stuff stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we just have so many things that we do talk about too that aren't even related to, you know, self-love and body if you will. I mean, they're all related, right? But right. like conversations just so many things. I wish I had like specific examples, but I think like once you know that you have this type of community behind you, behind your name supporting you, it's easier to walk away from things and also jump towards things that otherwise felt impossible to do on your own. Like that oh, is, absolutely. that is the found, like when you have a solid foundation. Yes. And, and this is online y'all like, yeah, I have really great friendships with people that I've never met. I can think of at least five people that I connect to deeply and we just get each other whether it's recovery, whether it's spirituality, whether it's owning your body changes, like it doesn't matter, but we connect on such a deep level and you have that like, so, you know, it's just a sisterhood, if you will, for lack of better terms, that is created just based on what's being shared in the group. Like we're not surface level in there. Sometimes we are and it's great. Oh yeah. <laughs> but other times like- You like better, but also <laughs> have you right. talked to your inner child today? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And like- And just, what lipstick does she like? <laughs> <laughs> uh, something glittery, right? Something glittery, <laughs> a lip gloss. <laughs> Right. Lip smackers. Lip smack- oh my god, that was funny. I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> Lip smackers. I can't even remember the Dr. Pepper and soda flavored ones. Oh my best. gosh, the Dr. Pepper. <laughs> that oh, I can just I can taste it. I can taste yep. it without even. <laughs> right. So yeah, just like having that foundation of like I have. <sighs> there's just something I think inside of us all that you know we really feel the need and call to do more. Right. Yeah. And I felt that, you know, especially when I met you back in 2016, I was in this like extreme sadness because I didn't have community and I was like seeking it out through these other online influencers and these other retreats and all these types of things. And then I found and helped, you know, grow this community and it's just like next level. And I can't imagine where my life would be without it. I've done and am working towards creating things on my own that I never would have, um, how do I explain? So with the stuff that I dealt with with my childhood, I feel like I show up in, in places and I already feel mm-hmm. less than or behind. And this right. community really, I'm going to get emotional. This community That's really okay. helps, <laughs> helps me to know that like I am not not enough, right? Like I yeah. deserve to do great things. I deserve abundance and, you know, these great experiences. And, you know, when I was in the religious community, if you will, I always was continuously being fed into this not enoughness, like you're bad, wrong, you're, you're, you know, nothing that you can do is ever going to be enough. And I had, like I said, I had to walk away from that and find things that really light me up and remind me that like, I was actually born enough. Like I my being, you know, the true self or whatever you want to call it. Like we are all, I believe, created out of love. There's nothing wrong with us. And to like know that logically is one thing. Yes. To like understand it in your mind and body and really start to feel it happens, I think, in your community. 
<laughs> yeah. Not me wanting to cry over here. Thanks. <laughs> you know, it's just a game changer. And like, I, maybe in a year or two, we'll have another podcast about, you know, just the evolution of, you know, who you've stepped into just from being a part of the community. I think that would be really cool. Right. And I think, I mean, like I said, it blows my mind every single day that this is my community mm-hmm. and that there's there's so much for everybody. And I think that I guess I've really just like worked on being like, what do, you know, pushing out these these thoughts and these feelings of what do I feel? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and does anybody else feel like this? And the answer is yes, mm-hmm. because I'm yep. not alone and we are not alone. And I think that that's the biggest thing and we are not alone in these struggles and we're Mm -hmm. not and we are all whether we like it or not being fed this you know perfectionist lifestyle that comes from social media and that just comes from you know major advertising and you know different things like that of you know you have to look a certain way and why don't you look like a photoshopped model on the cover of a magazine mm-hmm. and and we've been fed that our whole lives um especially especially our generation oh my gosh yeah there's so much oh gosh i look at gen z and they're so free and just doing yeah. things for them and i'm like go you i'm so proud i'm right? so like- proud and that's you know if 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 anything that I do or anything that you do or anything that we can do in community is just help people be more themselves Mm -hmm. and just go for it. Like, like this up and coming generation is doing then like my life's work is fulfilled. It doesn't even, it doesn't even matter about photos, anything community is, is really this place where this camaraderie of the human experience and then on that other level of this experience of us being women mm-hmm. or identifying as women or non-binary or, I mean, just human, but it, specifically in some place, boudoir and glamour, having this, we'll say, feminine experience existing and then knowing that we're not alone in it. Yeah. When it feels like this desolate island that we're all stranded on, but we really, everybody else is struggling the same way yep. that we are and nobody's talking about it. And I, right. And I guess like, that's what we're doing is we're talking about it. Yep. We're literally I pushing mean, buttons and we're talking about it. It's crazy. Like we just, we're in fall now. Right. But we just got through the summer season, spring and summer seasons. And so, so much this year, especially after, you know, lockdown and yeah, I know we're still going through the pandemic, but you know, 2020, I guess you will say, it, well, it's been a crazy 18 months. Let's not kid it ourselves has, that. Truly, yes. yes. Just so many babes in the group sharing about like wearing a swimsuit, a two-piece swimsuit for the first time and like- Ever, yes. Ever in their lives and like rocking a crop top for the first time ever in their lives, which we're talking about, you know, the new generation, like they wear that what they want. But like, I remember back in like 2015, I bought a crop top to wear at a Dave Matthews concert. I'm a groupie, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I love it. Forever and always. Don't hate it. <laughs> and I put it in my, I remember like exactly, it had like Aztec, if you will, designs on it. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like putting it in my underwear drawer, saving it because I didn't feel comfortable and like trying it on as I worked towards my goals, if you will, the physical, right. going to the gym and all that stuff. And now I'm like wearing a crop top right now and I'm giving shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that is, that's the evolution. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm also wearing a crop top. <laughs> this one's like it's, not the best. It's a long sleeve because it's cold oh, okay. outside, but I'm still wearing yeah. a crop top. <laughs> this, one, this one's hilariously not the best. Um, my, my boobs have grown definitely in the last couple months, which I'm, or the last year and a half or whatever, which I'm not sad about, but right. this came as an outfit from none other than Shein. You know, yes. sponsored Carly in some place. She and just, you know, name dropping that ad right there. But this damn thing is like, you know, I love like the one shoulder thing while the yeah. other side just doesn't want to hold the boob up sometimes. So shit just flops out. <laughs> and 
I'm just like, I can only wear it in the house when I'm, you know, packing up like I am for my trip or whatever, because right. that'd be dangerous. Just chilling. Yeah, we but, don't want that, but, you know, at dinner, hanging out or anything. Okay, so here's a question for you <laughs> that I think is very relevant. Mm-hmm. Would you, in 2016, have worn a crop top even around your house? Uh, Probably not. Right. No, I have. I would not have. Isn't it crazy was, that we're like, okay, these are house crop tops and these are growing yeah. out crop tops. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Versus, I've had like six of them for my trip to San Francisco coming up. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we're doing this. And it's supposed to be like chilly, but I'm like, I can wear that with a pullover cardigan. It'll be oh, great. Yeah. yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> it'll be so great. Okay, so my third and final question, which I think is so relevant to what we've been talking about, mm-hmm. is... What is one piece of advice that you would give your younger self? Um, so many things. Where do we start? Oh my gosh. I'm I think like the first, every, every time I hear this question, I have to like have deep compassion for my younger self because right. at the end of the day, like I used to look back at her in disgust for the things she did or didn't do. And right. like, she, she was just doing the best that she could have, right? You know, yeah. with the coping mechanisms or lack thereof and just the patterns and learned generational crap that we all have. Right. So that's like the first thing is like, I try to look back with deep compassion, but for like, for my younger self, I think like, just stop looking outside of yourself and like really dive within and you yeah. will find like all the answers that you need there when you slow down, quiet, and like connect with yourself. Because right, like it's been a, f- I think what is this the fourth week of working with um, a therapist to really uh-huh. do some deep healing on like the different parts of myself, if you will. And we're working on like the little girl who was so and has been so what is the word? I don't like to say thirsty, but thirsty for right. somebody else to take care of her, somebody else to tell her that she's good enough, somebody else to just say that they're proud and um, say that you can do anything that, you know, you put your heart to or that your is your heart's desire. Right. And like, I didn't have that growing up. And there's a lot of people who didn't have that growing up, but there's a point in time where we get to choose to heal and move yes. forward. Or we can stay in that, like, for lack of better terms, victim mindset and say, what was me? This never happened. And this is who I'm going to be for the rest of my life, pissed off and angry. So, like, just going within for answers and stop, stop, really stop being afraid to feel. For me, emotions, Carly knows this, emotions are really big for me. Like, they're very uncomfortable, but I also feel them at such a freaking intense level and at the worst times (laughs) (laughs) so just like not being afraid to be a human like feel the fear feel the excitement feel the joy feel the love like any spectrum for me it's very scary to like get quiet and feel which i think like we said before it's really important to have the community to know that you're not alone in your feelings you know in your experiences and um, just being able to like be your full self. I had an incident during the re- right before the retreat, and like I was emotional because of a situation that happened. And you know, instead of the ladies I was with that Carly surrounds herself with that was at the retreat, instead of them saying like, "Oh, you're wrong or bad for having these big emotions," they all literally just like hugged me and told me that it was okay. Yeah. And I like that is a game changer for somebody who, you know, was scared to feel their emotions their whole life. Or when they did, they were told to stop crying or, you know, those types of things. Or I'll give you something to cry about or some, you know, just that really ugly stuff that we, a lot of us got as kiddos. So again, just like on another level, it's not. If you're able to connect with people in person from this community, I think like knowing that we're all working through things and we're not perfect 
Not like, perfect. So, <laughs> perfect. so if, you, if you see me popping off at someone, I'm trying to get it together. Okay. Like I'm not perfect. I'm never, I'm not going to be, you know, the person to say I have all the answers or whatever, but like, I'll own it. <laughs> I really wish I could like hug baby Alex and tell her how much of a badass she was, she's going right. to be. <laughs> yeah. I, um, you know, we did some of that work the last couple of weeks and it's just so like I always hear about like hearing your healing your inner child and like connecting I can't for some reason I've never been able to do that on my own so being willing to recognize that and ask for help to move right. through this kind of stuff has been very very eye-opening and necessary like, yeah just having a person that'll guide you through it just that like I guess guy. Yeah. I mean, she's a therapist and I pair, but yeah. still. <laughs> <laughs> there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. <laughs> right, but it's, just somebody, like, it's somebody who can help you untangle your thoughts and feelings. Yes. And that is so incredibly important around so, everything, around mental health, around physical health, around everything, because we don't know everything and we can't know right. everything. And so having yep. somebody who has spent their life trying to understand one thing that we don't is, mm-hmm. is huge to have them mm-hmm. in that way. And it's, it's, it's very important. It's very important. Like I said, I really wish I could just like hug baby Alex and be like, listen, <laughs> you are going to be so badass and you don't even know it. <laughs> right. And I am just excited for like the badassery that's going to continue. Like what, as soon as you can like heal this shit and move through it, which also came up a lot of is like, being scared of when I do let go of all this stuff, what is life going to be? That's kind of scary, right. you know, because you yeah. don't know. But instead of being scared now, I'm like, oh, this is kind of exciting. Like, I don't even know what it's going to be like, but it's going to be good. You what know? good things are coming next? Yeah, for sure. And um, I think like owning another thing I would tell her is like owning the fact that you, you don't have to be perfect and know everything all the time like you just said like being able to reach out for resources use your community ask for help like those things are really important they really are Mm -hmm. community is so much of everything and just just learning from the experience of others and and seeing others experience the same things it it really does give us that sense of we're not alone and and there's so much there's so much growth that can happen in just that statement yes and like coming from somebody who could do it on their own and didn't need anybody saying now that community is so important like that is so if you're the type of person who's like i don't need anyone like i'm good girls aren't good friends or whatever that spiel is about like, Oh, I can't be friends with girls because drama and all that stuff. I'm telling you that there is a better side of that. Once you find your tribe and your community, like it's possible to have deep, amazing friendships with other women and um, find a community where you feel at home at. Cause that's what this has been for me. (laughs) I love it so much. Ah, Alex, it has been so incredibly amazing to be able to interview you as my first official guest on the Someplace for Everybody podcast that you pushed me to do in the first place. (laughs) And I'm so thankful for you and I'm so thankful for the role that you play in, in my community in our community it is our community i'm I'm just the starter of things (laughs) but i i could not thank you enough on so many different levels for everything that you do everything that you share being an example that you can change so many facets of yourself and have growth within all of them. And that doesn't, just because you're changing doesn't mean that you're a different person and it, it just means mm-hmm. you're evolving. Um, and just being able to to be yourself and to be vulnerable. And I, I look up to you all the time for the amount of mm-hmm. vulnerability that you have. I'm so inspired by you constantly. Thank you. And, and I'm so happy to have had you on the podcast officially. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, super exciting. Thank so you for crazy. having me. 
I do Thank have you. to do a, sh a shameless plug. Um, do talked it. a little bit about recovery, um, yes. briefly about like the alcohol free lifestyle that I've chosen from this community. I met an amazing brand ambassador, Tina Rushing. She, yes. I'm sure, will be on. Yes. <laughs> she is the co-founder of Punk Rock Saves Lives, yep. and um, that's a nonprofit that does amazing things within the community. Carly's helped out already. I'm yes. about to go help out with a, an event coming up this weekend. And um, we, her and I realized that there was a, a need for support within the punk community. So... I had stepped away from that other program I mentioned, Celebrate Recovery, because it wasn't serving me anymore. And I realized there was a need for me to get involved um, with a new recovery community, I guess. Yeah. And through conversation and just like wild timing, again, magical humans popping up. Yep. Um, we decided to actually have me create a sub community under Punk Rock Saves Lives that is um, Punk Rock Saves Lives Recovery Support. We yes. have meetings every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, just talking about recovery, having any of our members share their journey, and also maybe a guest speaker within the punk community sharing their testimony and journey, if you will. So if you're interested in that, find us on Facebook, um, lots of places that you can yes. find Punk Rock Saves Lives, we, a website. We will, we will link it in the blog and the show notes Perfect. and direct access to all of it because I see you being a fantastic leader in that community. Thank you. Um, and I cannot wait to have an interview with Tina at some point because it be will good. happen. It will happen. So many mm -hmm. exciting things more to announce with me and Tina, but yes. <laughs> so and I just, I love witnessing all the magic, like this someplace community that oh, it's just so good so if you're not there join us for sure in the facebook group yes you know all the things all the things all the things okay alex thank you so much i love you so much i love you all right we are moving on thanks so much for listening to someplace for everybody if you love this episode would you mind leaving me a review in your favorite podcast app and subscribe to the show if you're looking for a community to love on you and support you in your self-love journey, come join our all-gender Facebook group, Someplace for Everybody, which can be found in the show notes at someplaceforeverybody.com. Until we meet again, be kind to yourself.